Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horror Apocalypse Podcast. Wait, want me to talk? Oh my god. <laughs> you didn't say a word. Um, hey everybody, and welcome to the Horror Apocalypse Podcast. This is Chris and my uh, heterosexual life mate. Heterosexual? Yeah, really? heterosexual, right? That's you're not going to own it? This is Pride Month, and you're not going to own up to this shit? God damn it. 25 fucking years, Chris. 25 years, and you still can't own up to this shit. All right, all right, you know what? You're, you know, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I will shut up. Okay, I'm shutting up. You don't have to hit it <laughs> twice. Now you're going to have to do the whole thing yourself because you told me to shut up. My uh, homosexual life mate. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, everybody. Welcome to the horror apocalypse. Indeed. <laughs> so uh, today's pick is picked by Chris's side. Chris, yes. you want to... Tell them the title of the movie, and then we'll get into our, our usual yeah, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, today we're talking about The Torture Garden, uh, which is a 1968 film. Uh, came out with a... As far as I'm concerned, the people who are in this movie are pretty much legendary in, in a lot of re- in a lot of uh, areas. Uh, we have oh, yeah. Deep Horror. We have, uh, <laughs> we have Batman. You know, two of them, Batman, actually. Um uh, as well as uh, I jotted this guy's name down. There was somebody on there who is a character actor um, who, if you looked him up, and I, I of course, didn't jot. Oh, no, I didn't jot the name down. Uh, Michael. Nope, I didn't jot it down. All right, forget what I'm saying. Oh, you got him? Okay, cool. What's the character <laughs> actor's name? He was the guy who played uh, Uncle Roger. I have no idea. I didn't write the <sighs> names of the characters here. Um, let me see. He was, uh, he was the guy who played the uncle. Uh, dying Uncle helps. Maurice Denham. Uh-huh. Maurice Thank Denham. You. Yep, he's got a huge list of uh, uh, movies that he was in since before this one in '68. Uh, so, um, got a and huge in case list. I didn't mention it, this is coming from uh, my girlfriend's mom, who gave us uh, some money to the GoFundMe. So, thank mm-hmm. you very much. We appreciate it. And thank you, Mary. I'm not sure about Michael, but I know I appreciate watching this. I got very excited when I looked to see who's in this movie. Um, and can't believe I've never come across it ever in my life before. So very yeah. excited to talk about this one. Me too. Me too. I can't wait to get into it. So let's go through our, our behind the scenes and mm. see what, uh, get right into it as quickly as we can. So, uh, Chris, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Uh, well, we watched this movie, um, and I think we're at episode eight of Star Trek The Next Generation on our Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, jaunt. And, um... We do anything else? We didn't do anything else. No. No, that was it. <laughs> All right. What about you, sir? Well, let's see. I have uh, almost finished F is for Family. I finished season two and three this week. Mm. Uh, I'm about halfway through season four. I have a few more episodes to go, and then I'm done with that one. Uh, I It's not a good show, by <laughs> really. <laughs> it's, it's not good, but yeah. I find myself, I'm hooked to the characters. 
Uh, I want to see what's going to happen to the characters next. I'm invested in these people now. I'm, yeah. I'm part of their family, and I, I feel very horrible about that. But now I want to see what's going to happen. Right. Uh, let's see. I Of course, we watched this movie. This is kind of a given. I don't think yeah. we're going to discuss it if we haven't watched it. Uh, you didn't but... watch it, did you? No, I did. I okay. did. Um <laughs> I don't think... Oh, yes, I do remember. We did watch a movie. Uh, I came home earlier in the week, Mm -hmm. and Devil Bunny said, uh, hey, I got a movie we got to watch. And I said, sweet. And I don't remember the name of it. Must have been good. So with any luck, she's she's watching, and she can tell us what it was. But uh, all I remember was... uh, It's like The Faces Have It, I think is the name of it, or... I forget exactly what it is, but it's kind of a Jason ripoff in that uh, there's this revenant spirit that's going around killing people. Okay. A very, very big and menacing, stalking them. Uh, the main plot is this uh, couple. The guy wants to surprise his uh, his girlfriend for uh, mask maker. That's it. Wants to um, surprise his his girlfriend. He buys a, a plantation home on 40 acres of land and as soon as you hear 40 acres I know it went into your head too where's the mule and he actually does say that in the movie which made Devil Bunny think uh, have you seen this before <laughs> but it's it's kind of 40 acres and a mule it, it goes together but anyway uh, they find the stick in the graveyard on site they pull the stick out of the ground that of course brings the spirit back to life he starts hunting and killing these people and stealing their faces um, making masks out of them mask maker uh, what I liked about it was it was kind of a downer ending. Nobody survived. Nobody. That's, that's nice. I like it when that happens. That rarely happens. Yes. Yeah, and it was kind of realistic in, in one aspect. When the girl's driving away, the final girl always gets in the car. She's gone. Everything, you know, this drives off into the sunset. Here we go. This is bright daylight. She's driving down the road, and she pulls over and has a breakdown. You're like, holy shit, that is... Because that's exactly what I would do. I'm a 45-year-old grown-ass man who can handle himself. I got no problem jumping in the middle of two people having a fight in the parking lot to break them up. I don't even know. But God damn it, I'm going to stop and cry if I just watched all my friends die. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. <clears throat> that was it, just man. I'm I'm reading comments from your friend here, okay? <laughs> oh, hey, and my friends. friend just jumped in, uh, but I love how the fog ended. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Yeah, I loved how the fog ended. That was a great uh, ending. Such a what-the-fuck moment for that movie. <laughs> which, um, fog? which one? No, wait, not the fog, the mist. The mist. The way that one ended was a what-the-fuck moment. Um, with Thomas, uh, with, is it Thomas Jane? The Mist, I think, it was Thomas Jane. The Fog was Smallville. Tom Welling. Well, the remake was Smallville. Yeah, the, yeah, the other yeah. one was, yeah. But you remember how The Mist ended, right? No, not at all. Oh, you're going to... That's your homework. You have to watch this. We're going to we're gonna bring it up in the next uh, podcast. Oh, The Mist? Uh, yep. Speaking of which, guys, um, I do want to bring up... We have a uh, survey right now on the on the all of our uh, places instagram uh twitter facebook uh check it out it's a survey monkey uh fill out the survey vote for our live watch party we're going to be doing a live watch party uh this saturday now only the folks watching and only the folks that are going to watch this on facebook right now 
are going to know about this in advance. Everybody else, you're going to hear this on the, the audio file. It's going to be too late where we've already run the, the live watch. So this is why you should watch us on Facebook. But anyway, uh, vote for a movie. We have five movies out there. Let's take a look and yep. see which one is ahead right now. So pulling up SurveyMonkey as we speak. You can't see that, can you? There we nah, go, SurveyMonkey. Okay. Not really. But, you know. Whichever. We have five movies. The Killer Eye, Halloween Haunt from 2011. Dead of Night, 1974. Spellcaster, 1988. Psychotic from 2016. And Child's Play, 2019. Right now, Child's Play seems to be running away with it with 46% of the votes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. I guess uh, people really want to see that movie, MST3K. Um, have you seen it already? I haven't seen it yet. It's on my it's on my list. I had actually wanted to watch the original, then watch the uh, the remake back to back, just mm-hmm. to uh, see the differences, pretty much. So, well, the biggest issue you got to remember is it's it's not a remake. It's a whole reimagining of the series, and it only went one movie, so it's not really the series. Yeah. It's just a reimagining of Chucky. Now, that's that's pretty much what I figured. I didn't think it was a complete total total remake. I mean. The, yeah. If they're going to try to remake something from 1980-whatever, I would hope that they, it would have been a little bit better, from what I understand. Yeah. Anyway. Although very depressing, because it has Mark Hamill in it. And Mark Hamill's one of my favorites. You know, he's the Joker, for God's sakes. Well, he's the voice of Chucky. Yeah, he's the voice of Chucky, yeah. Yep. Alright, so let's go ahead and get right down to what people are listening for. Uh, we're going to discuss Torture Garden. Uh, 1967, 1968, there's some differenting, uh, differentiating uh, reports on that. IMDb has it as 67, yeah. and I think Wiki has it as 68. A few different being, places have it around. Reason being, by the way, it said it, it uh, had a uh, release here in 68, but it was uh, 67 mm-hmm. in the UK, is, is what, I, what, yeah. I, what I found anyway. <clears throat> uh, this movie was actually written by Robert Block, uh, who... Um, you may know was a protege of H.P. Lovecraft. I am a big H.P. Lovecraft fan. I have the entire volumes in Leatherbound. Love it. Uh, he also, which I did not know about this uh, until I was looking through, he wrote Psycho. Alfred oh, Hitchcock's yeah? Psycho. Mm-hmm. Wow. So as okay. well as the the production company that made this, Amicus Studios, they yeah. did a lot of uh, anthology movies, which I didn't know. Um, Amicus, uh, my notes here says uh, Amicus is known for two Doctor Who movies, by the way, uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks from 1965, <laughs> oh, and horrible. the Daleks Invasion, Daleks Invasion <laughs> Earth from 2150, also 1966. Oh. They also did other anthology works uh, such as Doctor Terror and uh, Tales from the Crypt, which I wrote another note at work and I forgot to bring it yeah. with me. Uh, this was the fifth Torture Garden was the fifth anthology horror movie. Uh, listed, um, like Doctor Terror time. and yeah, okay. Doctor Terror and the House of Horror came in. Uh, I think number four, like of the top five, yeah. almost half of them were Amicus Studios. Oh wow, okay, yeah. Assuming they did not do Creepshow because, well, no, we didn't say Creepshow. Um, no, <laughs> that would have been uh, that would have been a big one. Funny that you said Tales from the Crypt though, and I wonder if your note had anything to do with the fact of when you Google Torture Garden. For some reason, uh, Tales from the <laughs> yeah. Crypt is in the list, oh. and and I, I was staring at it, going, "What? I don't get it. Like, why? Why is that there?" So I never, I didn't go further in it with though. 
it's not the Tales from the Crypt from the the comic or the HBO series. It's a whole different Tales from the Crypt. Okay, Is this it just like, has the be same like name. a nineteen fifty nineteen sixties type movie, maybe based on a story from Tales from the Crypt or something. It, mostly by Robert Block. Robert, okay, so, right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of googling, uh, speaking of googling Torture Garden, I encourage everyone right mm-hmm. now to open mm-hmm. up your web browser and just search Torture Garden. Click the first link you come across. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please do so. Please do so. Because <laughs> apparently you found Here's the same hint. thing I did. <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not safe for work. Uh, I was a little shocked. I didn't. I didn't put the first time I did it at work. I didn't put Torture Garden movie. I just put Torture Garden. I mean, come on, how that's, how hard could it be? That's what I did. <laughs> there's a fucking there's a fucking fetish club called Torture Garden. So I had a good about fifteen twenty minutes uh, searching through that website, but um, which miraculously was not blocked at work yet. But um, <laughs> I'm sure when they get that report, IT is going to be right on that one. <clears throat> it was okay. uh, it was great by the way if you actually read the whole article about this place it was like um i jotted some stuff down uh, uh snm uh was it an snm club or something like that in the basement they host parties they do uh snm dungeon that's what it was um all sorts of weird fetishy things and whatever i i got a huge kick out of it that was really funny well, you know what? Watching this movie was very much like an snm experience as well. Uh but we'll get into that. <laughs> The basic plot of this uh, this particular movie was uh, five people visit a fairground sideshow run by a sideshow man, uh, Doctor Diablo, played by Burgess Meredith. I was actually very yeah, I was very happy to see that. In a top uh, having hat, shown them a handful, the exactly with the whole little penguin uh, and cigarette, and cigarette stick and everything. Stick and everything. Yeah, yeah, but this was. Yeah, no, this was the year after, because Batman was 1966, the TV series. So this would have been the year after. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where you where, After you interrupted me, where did I leave off? There we go. <laughs> Having shown them a handful of haunted house-style attractions, he promises them a genuinely scary experience if they will pay extra. Hmm. Sounds like the other torture garden. Their curiosity gets the better of them, and the small crowd follows him behind a curtain. This is turning into the other torture garden, it is. where they each view their fate through shears of effigy of the female deity Atropos, played by Clyde Jessup. Oh, sorry, Clyde Jessup. Boy, you really had to stick the landing on that one. Why? Why? Why, <laughs> why uh, do you uh, uh, do that with the, the name? Have you have you seen? Let me see if I can get it to focus here. Let me pull it in here and dip, dip. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, look, hey, at, look, look at her name. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Clitty Jessup. So anyway. Yes. Uh, I I was a little disappointed with the way this movie started. Um, before we get into the anthology, I didn't really know this. I mean, I. When it was brought up, I looked into it. I saw the actors and actresses: uh, Burgess Meredith, Peter Cushing, Jack Palance. I was sold. So was I. Those, I mean, those three. Yeah. Um, Peter Cushing. I was sold at that point. Um, so I get into this, and Jack Palance. You see him, although he was. Oh, this was a fun little tidbit, which I didn't. I think it actually says it on on my notes here somewhere. But uh, although he was one of the top names listed, yeah. he didn't speak. Until one hour and ten minutes into the movie, yeah, that's about right. That, that's about right. He he, uh, you know, almost to the part where he was creepy, 
Like you were like, okay, yeah. he's in on it. That that's the entire time. I'm like, okay, he's not doing anything. He's in on it with with Burgess Meredith, and he's not. He just kept quiet <laughs> the entire yeah. time. Uh, but I was a little disappointed with with the way things were going. Um, the Carnival Barker at the beginning mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Then we get into Doctor Diablo's um, uh, lair essentially, and then everything is just cheap fodder and it, it it continued through the rest of the movie the cheap sets it was very blah uh one of the the final scenes the man who collected poe mm-hmm. when jack palance and um cushing uh, jack palance and peter cushing are fighting yeah and uh, i think jack palance pushes peter cushing into the wall and the whole wall goes boom boom boom, boom. <laughs> it's like what the fuck was that really now i'm watching a stage play it, um, it, it was it was california it was an earthquake man it was you know it's it was just bad timing <clears throat> you caught me, Mick. Um, <laughs> bad timing. And no, it wasn't California. That was, I know. It was I supposed know. to be Baltimore. <laughs> uh, but it, it it started off cheap, and it kept cheap through the rest of the movie. And yes, I know, we're, we're looking at a 1967 movie. We need to kind of remove ourselves from yeah. 2020 and look at this thing that's, you know, 53-plus years old. So the One, one of the things good. that, since you're mentioning about some of the cheap stuff and whichever... Uh, I think the majority of the money went to pay for the first section with the uh, the guy with the cat. Uh, with the, Enoch? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think because that was pretty good. I mean, it had it had a decent set uh, as far as the house was concerned. The basement was pretty good. The fact he has to dig dig a hole, so, I mean, they put a lot of dirt in there. You know, so um, mm-hmm. I, I think that one that one was okay. Um. Well, let's let's jump into Enoch. Sure. Uh, Enoch was the name of the first story. It's about a greedy playboy played by Michael Bryant, who takes advantage of his dying uncle Maurice Denham, who we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and falls under the spell of a man-eating cat named Butt Lizard. Sorry, Balthazar. <laughs> so, where the hell did you get Butt Lizard from? <laughs> that's that's Devil Bunny. We were watching wow. it last night, and. Uh, I'm kind of zoning out every so often. I'm kind of zoning out every so often. And suddenly, you know, I hear him say Balthazar. And re- uh, Devil Bunny goes, um, did he say butt lizard? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, p- I put my phone down and I'm looking at the screen a little more. And I hear, you know, uh, Balthazar, Balthazar, Balthazar. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about, butt lizard? And then at one point he says, like, Balthazar. And I'm like, oh, butt lizard. Yeah, I got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I couldn't unhear it through the whole thing when he's in the prison cell at the end and he's talking to his his, uh, lawyer and he's, you know, talking about Balthazar is in me. I'm like, oh, butt lizard's in him. All right, cool. (laughs) It just kind of stuck from there. But uh, Enoch was was actually a really good story. Yes, I did see yeah. a lot of the money go there. I personally think most of the money went to the actors. You, I mean, Burgess Meredith, Peter Cushing, Jack yeah. Palance, these were all big names at that point in time. Even after Burgess Meredith, Jack Palance continued on. Peter Cushing, constant. Uh, when he when did he die? 1994, I think. Cushing? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the answer to that, and I have no way of looking it up, so I'll take your word for it. 94, sounds good. Yeah, but lizard. <laughs> the accent um, is Balthazar. <laughs> Balthazar, but lizard. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, Enoch was was great. You start off, the first guy steps up and he stares into the shears, and um, uh, effigy, uh, the effigy, she's just kind of 
I was expecting more of a statue. I, be, I was beginning to think maybe she was maybe under a spell, just one of the, a carnival sure. barker, mm-hmm. not carnival barker, but a carny folk under a, a spell. But I noticed her hands were a little bigger than the normal carny folk. Uh, nobody complained about the smell of cabbage either. So it, it seemed like she was just a normal deity. <laughs> but anyway, nobody so she's sitting there with the shears. About the smell of cabbage. <laughs> You know, smell like cabbage. Tiny hands. hands. (laughs) You got it. Um, So uh, you you get hypnotized by staring at these shears. And I loved the kind of the subtlety of the the string being this is is your life. This is what you are on. And then these shears, they show you the life that you're the path that you're on. And then she snips it and cuts that string. Oh, the symbolism to that was fucking awesome. I loved it. Um, but oh, there's a butt. Enoch, I think, was... Huh? It's an oh, there's a butt. Lizard. Lizard. Uh, <laughs> it was a good story. It was a good story. I was expecting a little more with the cat. But again, 53 years ago, they were very limited in what they could do. Uh, you know, you being a the, cat the, person and all, did mm-hmm. that, the, uh, that cat's eyes bug you out at all? How, Not at all. How, I remember like, fact, small I, of like a sliver like the pupil was. That kind of creeped me out. I'm not going to lie. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I commented to, to Devil Bunny how how beautiful those eyes were. Uh, I thought they were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Don't don't I, I would freak me out, but they were nice. <laughs> call it the, the stereotype in me, but I probably would have preferred an all-black cat. I think that cool. would have fit a little more than, say, the, the tortoiseshell kind of coloring that we got. Uh, the brindle coloring. This movie was never black and white, right? This wasn't like colorized? Not that this I know. Was, okay. No. Right. I don't remember seeing yeah, no, this, a, this... a technicolor thing in the beginning. That's why. Yeah, no, this this was... They were filming uh, color by this point in okay. time. Um, Yes. Uh, what was it? 1969 was Night of the Living Dead, Beauty. and that was filmed in black and white. Yeah. But that was only because it was cheaper to film that black in and black and white at that point in time. But... Uh, this particular story arc, we have uh, Michael Bryant is seems like he's down on his luck. He owes a lot of money to people for gambling debts, and uh, he figures he's got this uncle who is his only. Michael is is this uncle's only living heir, yeah. so everything this uncle has is going to go to him. And there's lots of rumor that the uncle is rich, and uh, but nobody knows where this money is coming from. All they know is he pays for everything with gold coins. That's it. Um, the uncle dies. He doesn't want to tell. Uh, he's not leaving anything to um, his nephew. Uh, so the, un- the the nephew goes on this spree as soon as the uncle's dead to find out where all these gold coins are coming from. In doing that, he digs up a fucking corpse in the basement and sets free this cat. Yep. Uh, The cat, I guess, is the uh, quote-unquote effigy of the deity Balthazar, or butt lizard. Butt lizard. And uh, thus begins how this playboy is now stuck. He, He has to serve Balthazar. Yep. Uh, in serving Balthazar, what he has to do is basically bring him people. He, he wants to eat people. Which, uh, what the I hell was say, that? Uh, that noise? That yeah. sounds like a woman? That's my male roommate. <laughs> 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 he used to call in 
and I'm not kidding. He used to call in uh, uh, to uh, one of our old jobs, like years and years and years ago, and people would be like, "Hey, is a woman on the phone for you?" I'm like, "Nope, that's that's a guy." <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's more of a female voice than my girlfriend does. <laughs> right? Good lord. Uh, so th- this was a fun story to start it off with. Yeah. Um, wasn't very catchy though. I got to admit, this is where the the beginning decline of my interest. I mean, the very first really? story of this, my interest started to decline. It didn't hook me right away. Okay. I got to tell you, it didn't hook me until the next story. Okay. But let, let's ne- talk about this. Well, the, the next story, um, uh, I'm, I forget which order they went in. Uh, this one, Terror of Hollywood, was was the what? Terror over Hollywood. Terror over Hollywood. Terror over Hollywood. It's not the woman one, right? Yeah, the actress and. Oh, uh, there was the woman one. Okay, for some reason I thought mm-hmm. that was a third. I don't know why. Was the second? The yeah. third one was uh, Mr. Steinway. It was the the one with the piano. P- yes. Okay. Thank you. And then the the fourth one that wrapped it all up was the man who collected Poe. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, good. What about you? You seem kind of shocked that it didn't hook me right away. Yeah, because I, I guess star power is where I'm going to go with this because I was sucked in immediately from Burgess Meredith, and once I saw Burgess Meredith, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And then Jack Palance, and I was like, "Oh my God, he's so young! Look at that! Like, when was the last time you <laughs> see a young Jack Palance?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> so every time I think of Jack Palance, the only thing that pops in my head is the '89 uh, uh, Batman movie. Um, mm-hmm. City so, slippers for me. Yeah, City Slickers as well, yeah. Uh, I was just I'm, I was just a little shocked because I, that got me right away. Um, the movie mm-hmm. itself, I mean, the, the whole first story, I really enjoyed. Like, I, I was in. I was totally in for it. That, and I wanted to see if Burgess Meredith was going to have, like, a little bit something else. So I was, it wrote me in to see what they were going to be doing. So. Okay. What, uh, what, what pulled you out of it? You didn't... Well, actually, right, even before Enoch, actually, uh, the first time we see... Uh, Burgess Meredith kind of dressed up like the devil and he's walking through. Yep. Now they, they kind of, they fix this uh, because it felt very fake. If fake, gla- fake eye, um, eyebrows, eyebrows, fake yeah. mustache, the, the rubbery looking hands, and then he takes it all off. So yes, they, they do address that. It looks very fake, but the first time I see it, there's no hint of that. So to me, it was, Oh my God! They're trying to pass this off as he's the fucking devil. Oh my God! That, and look at his funny. hands; they look so cheap. Oh God! Fifty-three years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my God, they look horrible. Just paint them red. I'd be happy <laughs> if you just painted his fucking skin red. Um, That's so funny. So I, I lost. So I lost interest with that. I'll be honest. Uh, then we go into Enoch, and it just wasn't. It wasn't appealing. The story didn't wrap me. The only thing I liked about it was the cat. The cat was was cute and really nice looking, uh, pretty eyes for a cat. Um, but that was it. I felt nothing after that. The felt the story felt really rushed. I didn't really get into it until the second story arc. Okay. Um, it was a weak story. There was really no history uh, that we, we were led to believe. The the best death that I was looking forward to was we see it in the trailer with uh, the the nephew going crazy and swinging the shovel that I mean you knew that shovel was gonna fucking yeah. head her or something but we don't see it nope. he swings the shovel and it zooms into his eyes even even psycho gave us something we got <laughs> chocolate syrup down a drain but we got something out of psycho yeah exactly. uh, this one we didn't get anything so I it really didn't hook me but then we go into 
the terror over Hollywood. Yep. And it's all different at this point. We've got a really pretty brunette woman who's uh, living with an average looking blonde girl. My first thought it, that now I can start rolling jokes. I'm like, oh, this is the Three's Company episode. We didn't get to see, <laughs> or not Three's Company, sorry. This is the the behind the scenes of Laverne and Shirley. So uh, we're going through with, with this and... This basic story is there's a Hollywood starlet played by Beverly Adams discovers her co-stars are androids. We'll just blur it right out there in the, the description. Jesus Boy, Christ. just gave Mikey. it away right in the first right? sentence. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, Beverly Adams, she was really pretty. Uh, absolutely stunning. And I'm not a short hair person. Uh, her hair was definitely... She, her hair was shorter yeah. than, than uh, my wife's hair. Um, but it, it looked really good on her as well. So... Um, I was I was really kind of taken in with with her. Her looks sucked me into yep. the story. Then as it's progressing, I I kind of felt with the director. I'm like, hey, I I kind of relate to this guy. I don't know why, but I I linked myself to to that character in this this particular uh, movie. Um. Then we we've got this mysterious thing that happens, and he gets pulled away by gangsters, and then shot in the head, and and thrown out of the car. And I'm thinking, well, damn, he just got shot right between the fucking eyes, and there's no blood, a little bit of a little little trickle. And I'm yep. like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, then we find out later on. I was expecting lizard people. I was not expecting androids. What were you expecting? Um, <laughs> you know, I I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, I, I was just kind of shocked that he was shot in the head, and I was like, okay, well, something's obviously going on, because you know he's going to be back. Um, you just mm-hmm. got that feeling from, from the whole thing anyway. I didn't expect androids. Like I definitely didn't expect I was maybe yeah. maybe a spell or something like that that keeps him alive forever. Maybe they were going that route. No no idea. I didn't expect it to take a sci-fi turn like at all. My first thought was clones, actually. My first thought was okay. clones. They're cloning all these celebrities and blah, 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 blah. That's why there was no scars after the surgery. Sure. And he was back to, he's shot in the fucking head, but he was acting again in like two days. Uh, yeah. You know, so I was expecting clones. Then I was expecting when she claws his face, the first thing that came to my mind was V. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, when he pulls away, you're going to get green scales underneath. This is going to be great. <laughs> Lizard people, they're in the government, they're in the Hollywood, oh my god. But um, no, it turns out it was uh, cheap, reflective silver underneath. Oh my god, that makeup, by the way. The, oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, it, you know, all the money went to Burgess Meredith, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, yeah, that was that was really cheap and fake, I mean... It was, it was like aluminum foil, is pretty much what it looked like to me. I was just like, oh, it, wow, it, what's I'm, that? Oh, God, it's aluminum foil underneath his face. I think it was a little more reflective than, than the aluminum foil because when he waves his hand in front of it, it almost looks like a mirror behind it. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, but it was the, the makeup around it, the latex, the, the really bad color match job on it. Yeah. It just, that looked really bad. You notice how it's getting blacker, um, like, around it? Like, she gets him right here, and all of a sudden it's, like, black and blue, like, all around it. It's like, mm-hmm. why would it be black and blue? It's fake. You know, so. Yeah. 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 So uh, that one, though, that's what hooked me. Great story. Okay. I yep. was it kept me wondering what the twist was going to be by the end of it. So I was really invested in this particular. Yeah. Um, this particular story arc. Uh, I really enjoyed this. one. I think to be perfectly honest, I think this one was my favorite of the four, even though I am an Edgar Allan Poe fan. I was really looking forward to part four, especially Jack Palance and Peter Cushing sharing the screen. Yeah. Uh, 
but I think the story for this one is what linked me a little more. Okay. That uh, Beverly was a bitch. She was. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, super bitch. Uh, I, I was, she was, was going to ask you about that. How how you felt about half the shit she did? Like it was pretty much like, oh I, I, yeah, I have a date tonight. You know, from a roommate. Uh, oh, I got a date. You know, oh, oh, could you iron this for me? Yeah, no problem. I'll iron that for you. She just leaves the iron right on the fucking shirt. It's like what yeah. a bitch. <laughs> Well, she wasn't even asked. She offered to oh, do yeah, she it. Offered She's like, I'll try. iron it. Will, will you get in the shower? And then she just... I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, this fucking bitch. And, oh, my God. And, and, and not only that, like, I don't recall the roommate saying, tell the guy I have the flu. Or, like, tell the guy I'm not going to go. She did. She's just like, oh, hey, yeah, no, no. She's got the flu. Let's go. <laughs> when the guy yeah. showed up. And, and they're still talking, like, days later. Like. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, if you had done that to me, oh my god, I'd be pissed. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and you'd one have of every us, right to be pissed. One of us would have been looking for a new place to to live. Yeah, you know? and a new dress. So, and a new dress. Yes. Uh, and you know how hard it is to find a dress in three X for fat, hairy guys like me. It's not. Uh, I hear that they sell them at the Torture Garden in the UK. <laughs> That's wrong, Chris. <laughs> How is it wrong? It's probably right. We don't know. We've never been. <clears throat> You've never been. Carrying no. on. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The, <laughs> the third installment in, in this anthology was uh, Mr. Steinway. The story behind this one was a possessed Beckstein grand piano by the name of... Yeah, okay. Becomes jealous of its owner, John no, no, Standing's no, no. new name? lover, Barbara Ewing, and takes revenge. No, no, what was the name? Uh, you terp. I, you know, to be honest, I, I couldn't, like, I, they said it, I don't know how many times he said it, and I still didn't understand what the name was. So Yeah, I, that's the same thing. I couldn't understand what they were saying in in the movie. I'm looking at it in writing right now, and, you still can't, and I have no fucking idea what, what it is. No. I know a lot of folks, when I show my notes, and a lot of folks are like, oh, wow, look at that, he took notes. No, I cut and pasted notes. So these are these are just reference points for me. Just flat um, out plagiarizing. <laughs> my my only note is this sentence down here. Don't forget That's notes. That's my only note. <laughs> Don't forget notes, yes. <laughs> Stewie's big and tall man shop. Hey, yeah, good ones. Uh, oh, what the fuck are you doing here, Kevin? You're banned. He wasn't banned. Anyway. He was unbanned. Unbanned. <laughs> That's our running gag. <laughs> uh, but seriously, so Kevin, this, get the fuck out. <clears throat> so this was another one, though, that... For me personally, I lost interest. I didn't care. Did you Did you watch this particular story? Watched the whole thing, and I oh. I kind of agree with you. I agree with you. You I, take oh oh you watched the whole thing. I'll gladly take it over. I'll have it done in in, in two seconds. Piano uh, kills a lady. The end. That's it. We got time now. Um. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Um. No, it, it, in all seriousness, it's about a possessed piano and a woman who is in love with the gentleman who's the pianist. Pianist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giggity. Um, woman who's Devil in love Bunny with did him. the exact same thing. And, what was that? Devil Bunny did the exact same thing. Oh, <laughs> the she, pianist. That, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she's in love with the, with the pianist and uh, he slowly starts having the same feelings and those feelings are being taken away from the piano. And the piano gets jealous, and the piano kills her. 
which you know pianos would fucking do. stupid fucking stupid you know what you can say it's stupid or you can say it's incredibly imaginative and never done again because <laughs> it was fucking stupid yeah all right do it look. that way too <laughs> good it was a pretty decent decent story I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. I hated it, uh, <laughs> but it was it was okay when she's when she's playing and the the door for the keys slams, slams. down. That yeah. was fun, or the the top when it slams, or when the piano gets mad and the the picture of the girlfriend is on the ground with shattered glass. Yep. it's all little little nuances and symbols symbols that you're like, oh man, yeah, maybe the piano is um, <laughs> big black piano, whatever. <laughs> Maybe the the piano is possessed. I don't know what's going on here, uh, but here's the problem. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to demonstrate with my webcam right now. Oh, okay? oh, sure, sure, sure. So the piano is coming at me. Uh-huh. Okay, you see how that's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so the piano's coming now. Put at you piano right keys now? right here. Now put piano keys right here, and that's what's going. That was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You know what kind of reminds me of? No, Jesus, no. <laughs> uh, like a rubber chicken getting pianist. slammed into somebody? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I, no, I, I, I agree with you. This was not the strongest of the uh, of the stories. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, to be honest, I think I'd probably go back and watch Enoch again before this one. Oh, wow. So, man. yeah. Oh, oh, you touch my tra-la-la. Mm, my ding-ding-dong. I, I did not mean to hit that button, but funny that it came during this, this particular discussion about pianos. I am yeah. hung like a donkey. So. Why right. else does the name Enoch sound very familiar? It's a deity. It's something else. It's not that, it's something else. There was a was a Star Trek character. If, if only you had the worldwide web of I knowledge at your fingertips. I can't look at it right now. <laughs> Do you have anyone else in the room with you that has access to the worldwide web of information? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, or I can I, just hit Alt Tab and do it myself. Could I think Enoch was a uh, Star Trek original series character, and I think Enoch may have been. Um, uh, Clint Howard. Well, it, it's also a biblical reference. He was an ancestor of Noah. Yeah. Uh, there was the Book of Enoch. Let's see. E N O C H, right? Is that how it's yep. being spelled? Okay. Yep. That, you know what? I'm going to add Star Trek to the search as yeah. well. That'd be cool. And let's see. <clears throat> there uh, looks like Enoch 7 is the seventh planet in the Enoch system. Okay. Uh, list of Star Trek characters. Star Trek Picard, Enoch. That could be it. Uh, Enoch, is he the Romulan? Is he the Romulan boy? Let's see. Uh, inch oh, uh, I look, I do search for Star Trek Picard, Enoch, GIF, and it's yeah. actually from the Picard series. Okay. The The guy with the beard. Guy with the beard, the yep. captain. The captain. Yeah. Okay. I forget his name. Maybe it's Captain Maybe Enoch. It's but captain anyway, Captain Enoch. 
Well, that was a wonderful distraction from what we really need to be paying attention to. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> now now so we Picard, get into we oh I'm sorry. <clears throat> now we get into the true meat and potatoes of this uh, anthology series. The whole reason we watch this. Uh, for the story, the man who collected Poe. Poe, yep. uh, a collector, a Poe collector, played by Jack Palance, <laughs> murders another collector, played by Peter Cushing, over a collectible he refuses to show him, only to find it's Edgar Allan Poe himself. Dun, dun, dun. That was... <laughs> no warning either. They just hit the button. You done? <laughs> yeah, I think so. You sure? You don't want to get one more? There we go. <laughs> I paid good money for this. I'm going to get my use get, out of it. Get your money's worth. <laughs> Is that a dog bark? No. Oh. That was Robert Loja. Robert, Robert Loja. Loja. R. R. Robert as in Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> oh, as in, oh my God, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> B is in, Bill, look over there, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> e as in, everybody likes Robert Loja. Uh, that's right, that is where Jack Balance gets super creepy. He does as get... in, Robert Loja. You're still going to go, aren't T uh, as in, Tim Look over there. It's Robert Loja. Space. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. This this was the best yes. uh best story arc, I think. Um, Absolutely. In in all honesty, I, I am a fan of the Terror Over Hollywood one. I think that person my that is my personal favorite. But the best of this one is the man who collected Poe. I mean, you have You get Peter Cushing and Jack Palance. I mean Exactly, Done. and they they are the the two primary. Uh, did you see where the the deity appeared in this one? Because uh, you know how she's had a little was this part. A painting? She was in the painting in the uh, Steinway one. In the Steinway way, okay. Uh, I don't remember then. She was a patron at the very beginning when he's trying to convince Peter Cushing to to sell him the book. She walks behind and kind of glares at the two of them on okay. the way by. Okay. So that that was kind of fun uh, seeing that, and it was kind of fun too figuring that by like the second story trying to figure out where she was in each of those. In each of them, so yeah. that was fun. Um, but yeah, like I said at the beginning of this though, I was not a huge fan um, of the the cheapness, and it really came out in this particular one. Uh, All the money was the, gone the, at this point. The <laughs> fake walls. Uh, Oops. Let's see. This is where Jack Palance gets super creepy. Yeah. Oh, you already said that. But you were reading what she said, didn't you? I was. Okay. I'm. I just wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry, and that's sweetheart. That's why this relationship doesn't work. You don't listen to me. I said you don't listen to me. Hey, I'm over here. You see, this is what I'm talking about. I could say anything to you right now, like you're a complete tool. Nothing. What if my video is just frozen and I got disconnected and you're just rambling on about how much of an asshole I am? Then it's comedy gold at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so this this one is is pretty good. He they're talking about all the different collectibles. Peter Cushing invites Jack Palance uh, over to his place in uh, Baltimore when he goes back to the states uh, to kind of see the full collection. And just like anybody who is a uh, stalker of a, of a celebrity, he has everything right down to the old flute that uh, Edgar Allan Poe used to play, which none of us knew Poe played a fucking flute. So uh, there was, was little things. It wasn't like made that. out of skin. Um, carrying on, they go into the, <laughs> Jack Palance gets Peter Cushing drunk, Jack gets Peter drunk, and then, uh, tries to kind of fish for more, uh, information. He wants to see more because it's like, like most of us, we've got some pieces that we don't let the, the general public see that we have tucked away. There are prizes or whatever. So he knows there's something here. He yep. fishes and fishes and fishes. And Peter is finally drunk enough that he takes him downstairs into uh, the torture garden dungeon. And he's going to show him all the secret post stuff that he has. Um, there were unfinished works. There were unpublished works that I was, I was kind of hoping we would get to see. Uh, I, w- I mean, yeah, we're not going to get to see actual works, but uh, I don't know. I'm a Poe fan as well. So I was really looking forward to that. Uh, but the ultimate, the ultimate thing, there's one key that he doesn't get to open. He doesn't use to open anything. And, and Jack kind of puts it together and says, hey, that key, does it open that door? This is the only fucking thing in the room with a keyhole that hasn't been opened yet. And Peter's like, no, 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 we got to go upstairs. Come on, we got more to uh, drink. Let's, let's go, let's go. And uh, thus, begins, <clears throat> thus begins the fight. Uh, which Jack hits him. He hits him with a candlestick, doesn't he? Uh, I think it was a candlestick, yeah. I think it yeah, was. Well, he hits him with something that, that kills him and uses the key to open up the door. He goes in, and as soon as he opens up the door, there's the big Baphomet on the on the, the floor. And I'm like, oh, hey, there we go. Hey, hail Satan. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Which, by the way, was done pretty well. I was actually a little impressed in how well it looked like you know that. I was, yeah. I was pretty impressed yeah. by it. And you were totally frozen. I am now. Yep. Oh, you know what I bet it happened? I bet my camera shut off. So now we got to do this. Turn here. And back. Huh? And let's see if that fixes it. Okay. Hey, there, there you are. Yep. Uh, and my name, Manuel Focus. Damn it. But, um, first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like right there. I was like, oh, your name, Manuel. Shit. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, right there. Faster yep. brain. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? What? Uh, no, Alderaan? seriously, what the fuck were we talking about? Alderaan. Oh, you, were talking, you were talking about the uh, 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 Baphomet on the ground. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want it to be known that when that, uh, finally, when that came up and appeared on the screen, yeah. it was not me that said, Hail Satan. It was my loving wife. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, hey, Baphomet. And then I hear from the other couch, Hail Satan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was that was fun. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Tell me. Tell me about it. You want, you want some more? Uh, okay, I'll give, I'll give you something. Yeah. So I feel like I haven't been running this whole thing. You, it, well, you just kept on talking. I mean, you, you just <laughs> didn't want to stop. So I'm just going to let you go. I mean, it's your podcast. No. Um, the hell were we talking about? All oh, right, 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 right. Uh, so, Grand Moff Tarkin's on the ground. He's dead. 
Jack Palance goes to go find the Joker in the next room, and he actually <laughs> finds what does he find? He finds Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Played by Allan Hedger Wallace is in this room, and why is he in this room? He's being kept. What the hell are you doing? Are you a toothpick guy now? Is that what that is? Oh, oh okay. Um, why is he in this room? He's being kept alive. He's being kept alive with the power of Satan. Satan? At least that's what we're uh, led to believe. And apparently, well, um, yeah, he who removes him has to take his place. Is the uh, the uh, what I got out of it? So Edgar Allan Poe able to get up and leave. Well, guess what, Jack Palance, you now take his place in the burning hell. Which that was actually kind of interesting because you're seeing it as just like an empty room with with Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. in it with a whole bunch of candles and you know uh, his write his writing and stuff like that. But then when you see it from Jack Palance's point of view after he's taking his place, he's burning in hell. <laughs> yeah, you know I got I got a kick out of that. I was like, oh wow, it's like two different completely different perspectives. Like Edgar Allan Poe is sitting there pretty much like I'm in pain. I'm in I'm suffering this entire time. Jack Palance is looking at it like, well, what are you talking about? Like you're fine. And then when they switch, he's burning in hell. Took the smile yeah. right off his face up until the end, which kind of creeped me out a little bit. When he's standing in the middle of the room and the, he's going to go up those stairs, but it's all on fire and he just yeah. kind of stands there and looks and smiles. Yeah. And then when you yeah. when you were brought back to uh, uh, to the carnival and he's laughing and walks away laughing, yeah. I was like, wow, okay, he's really fucked. Yeah, he's fucking psycho. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of back to the, uh, to the carnival... Uh, that's the epilogue. Uh, the fifth patron, Michael Ripper, goes berserk and uses the shears uh, of Atropos to kill Dr. Diabolo in front of all the others. This causes them to kind of panic and run and flee and get out to get the shit out of there. Uh, but then it's then shown that he is actually working with Diabolo. The uh, whole thing was just a big fake show. They congratulate each other for their acting. It's then revealed that Palance's character did not leave. Uh, he kind of hung around, watched uh, through the the sh- blinds or whatever, yep. saw everything that happened, and as the true freak that he is, um, goes back in. They have a brief exchange with uh, Diablo. Uh, they light a cigarette and a pipe together. Diablo puts the shears back in the hand of Atropos, then breaks the fourth wall by addressing three words to the audience, thereby revealing himself to actually be the devil. And then it actually says here, the movie ends. Not my, not part of my notes. Someone else's Someone notes. Someone else's notes. The movie nice. ends. You, know, you can't really see it there. Anyway, the movie ends. The only note that I had was that this movie was initially supposed to star uh, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Christopher, wait, I'm sorry. I, I was reading something Kevin wrote real quick. What about Christopher Lee? This movie was originally supposed to star Peter Cushing and Christopher oh, Lee. Really? Yeah. I don't know what part Christopher Lee would have played, unless maybe he was going to be uh, the Jack Palance character. I could see him as a Jack Palance character, and I could also see him as Burgess Meredith's character, too. Like Dr. If, Diablo? Yeah, Dr. Diablo. Yeah. Oh, and uh, let, let's touch on that real quick. Um, when Burgess Meredith does turn around and you know gives way to, to be the devil, that was the absolute worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh it's fucking ridiculous. It, it it was like somebody took two pine cones, shaved them down, and super glued them onto Burgess Meredith's head. That was really, that was really, really horrible. 
Hold on. We're going to uh, give me give me one second, guys. I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to uh, create the effect that we had. So uh, talk amongst yourselves. Chris, entertain them for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to show everybody my cock. Here's my cock. Uh, as you can see, it's right here. Uh, when you squeeze it, it makes some noise. That is me. Hey, and then there I am petting my cock. It's uh, it's really oh nice. It makes everybody happy. It makes me happy, uh, particularly. Uh, we got him a nice little uh, bracelet uh, collar here, uh, which you can have if you want. We can send these things out. I'm not sure if we're charging for these things yet or not. I don't I don't think so. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Oh God. I am know. the devil. Uh. You're the penguin. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> I'm the devil. Yeah, th- this was the extent. This was the special effect. That and, and the horrible horns that we wanted to say. The horns killed me. I really thought you were going to come back with like two pens, like sticking out of your hat or something. I'm going bald. I'm not taking my hat off. That's, but yeah, you get the idea. That's fair. Yeah. It's going to pay so, five doll hairs. <laughs> you pay five bucks for a... Okay, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, not a problem. He wants to pay so, for the bracelet. Oh, he's he's more than welcome to pay. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, no doubt. And then he's banned. Um, <laughs> so. So. All right, let's just jump right into it. What are, you, what are you giving this piece of shit? Wow, just jumping right in like that. I personally did not uh, completely think it was a piece of shit. I, I did enjoy it. Um, I took it for what it was, you know, 1957, excuse me, 1967, 1968. Um, I took it in, in that uh, that retrospect. It was one of the rare times I was actually, <laughs> one of the rare times I was actually able to put myself into that because I was so excited about the stars in this movie um, that it didn't bother me. You know, uh, yeah, it had its downsides. It has, it has its upsides. Uh, I didn't really walk away with anything incredibly memorable from it except... You know, mm-hmm. watching Grand Moff Tarkin take a hit in the head, um, and incredibly creepy Jack Palance, which is probably going up there as one of the creepiest things I think I've seen in a very long time. Um, stri- <laughs> Jesus, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so, out of all that, uh, and for what it was, I gave it a two and a half. Um, and I realize there's no nudity in this whatsoever, so it gets no bumps. So, but it get it gets two and a half for the three main stars. So, that is me. Okay. What about you? Which which star are you only giving a half star to? Half star? Uh, I, yeah. It's Burgess Meredith. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's not his fault. Uh, for me, uh, I'm I'm coming in a little bit lower. Not much okay. lower. Um, I'm going to come in at a two, and it's okay. a very strong two, though. Uh, I think it, it's it is entertaining. I do like um, horror anthologies, so yep. it was really fun to to see this one. Um. And for the time, there was a little bit of nudity that when she's getting ready and she's got her bra on and it was more like a little shelf bra and her boobs kind of sat right on top of it. That, that was <laughs> that was about as close as we're going to get to uh, yep. BBC nudity. Um, two out of the four stories were, were good that mm-hmm. I liked. Two of them were boring as shit. I just couldn't focus and lost all all. Yeah, no, no. Piano, Strong right? two. Piano was one of them. Yeah. Enoch was the other one. Um, Burgess Meredith, I like him as Mickey. Not a huge fan of him as Diablo or Diablo. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Did he Peter Diablo? Cushing, I mean, Sorry. 
Diabolo. Bolo? Yeah, it's B-O-L-O. I, I know. I, I was I was cracking on, on the Diablo. Blow is... Yeah, forget it. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's that's going to be a strong two for me. And that, uh, in turn, leads us to... Double, double feature. 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 All right, Chris, what are you pairing this with? I'm actually leaving this one uh, out of the anthology, so I'm not going to go with another anthology for this. Um, oddly enough, uh, I jumped out of this completely. Uh, uh, Star Wars. And the reason why I say Star Wars was Peter Cushing, and that's my favorite Peter Cushing. It was. It was It was absolutely fantastic. Okay, no, I'm lying. Um, any one of the Dracula movies that uh, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee uh, were in, I, I think is fine for a double feature for this. You can pick, take your pick as far as that, as long as it was Dracula and Peter Cushing and, and Christopher Lee. So, Okay. You, sir. Uh, I am going to keep this with the anthology, and okay. I am going to go with the uh, 1960s Tales from the Crypt. Okay. All right, and have um, you have you seen the nineteen sixties Tales from the Crypt? I'm, assu- I'm assuming you I have. have not. I have not from beginning to end. Okay, and oh shit! Once again, we forgot to start with: Have you seen this movie, and would you recommend it? So we're we're gonna go ahead and do that now. Sure, have you go seen- ahead. Uh, I have not seen it, and as always, I always recommend everybody see a movie, but this is not something I'm going to go out of my way to recommend. I mean, I will recommend the first anthology movie and some of my favorites along the line, but this was not the first, and it's not one of my favorites. So it's not something I'm going to actively recommend. And I'm going to be on the same uh, same side as you are on this. Uh, I would only say, hey, you know, if you want to see another movie with, with a young Jack Palance or, or Christopher... Or, um, Peter Cushing, whichever, yeah, go ahead and watch it because it's definitely completely different. Uh, but it's not something I would go out of my way to, to watch either. Um, and I am yep. in the same same boat as you know. Hey, if you want to watch it, go ahead, watch it. You know, but look at what you're getting into. That's all. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess it's uh, time for some final bits here. Sure. Uh, I don't remember how long ago I sent you the list of what the final or the last few movies were uh oh here it is i got it it. okay torture garden which we just finished from hell it came and autopsy of jane doe so um let's just do it in that order from hell it came and then autopsy of jane doe all right so guys thank you so much for following us this was a shit show and a making here um (laughs) good god um which which part of it? <laughs> From beginning to end, I don't know where we went off the rails on this one. But, I think it was um, it was when you were staring at me to to come in with the intro, but didn't tell me I was doing the intro. That was the I, just, uh, I kept I kept fingering you and yeah, you weren't I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> the music was playing. I don't always stare at the screen. <clears throat> yes. Uh. So. All right, so a couple of things here. First off, I'm extremely disappointed in all of you. We did not get a phone call about this movie at all to play for our Tales from the Phone Line. I don't pay for this phone line, but I need you guys to call. <laughs> Make it worth what we're paying here, I, which I we don't called, pay for. But By the way, you almost got a message from me. I almost did, too. I almost <laughs> did, too. Uh, maybe next time. 
But, uh, guys, you can always uh, send us a voicemail on anything. Yeah. You know, another podcast, uh, they kind of entice everyone to uh, call their phone line, is they pose a question at the end of every episode and mm-hmm. encourage people to, to either call in and discuss the movie that they're seeing or answer this particular question. So now we're going to have to start assigning homework to you little fuckers that are watching <laughs> this because you're not calling in otherwise. So uh, let's let's start with a fun question. Um, more funny voicemails. You got it. Yeah, Kevin, send us more funny voicemails, and we won't have to ban you anymore. So, Wait, what were you gonna say, Chris? No, no. He he's saying he's going to give us funny voicemails because I don't remember one that he's given us so far. Yeah, any at all. Yeah, but hey, much. if he's if he's willing to call and leave us funny voicemails, that's great. Or maybe Kevin is telling people. Call and give us more funny voicemails. You this got is, it. It's it all on you guys now. Yep. But what's the what's the most important piece of information you need? The phone number. There you go. What's that phone number, Chris? It is three two three five horror. How's that spelled? H o r r o r. There we go. Yeah, yeah, spelled too. <laughs> They see the whole package, folks. That's why I've been with him for 25 years. Um, Get all of this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, yeah, please call us, give us some voicemails. Uh, what, what questions should we pose for our folks? I didn't know we were doing this. Well, I have no idea. You got a uh, yeah? It sounds like you already have an idea in your head. I don't. I don't. You know what? We're we're talking anthology movies today. Why don't you call and tell us what your favorite anthology movie was? You know, were you a uh, Creep Show fan? Were you a Twilight Zone or uh, even a Tales from the Dark Side? What anthology movie was your favorite? So call us. Let us know. Go ahead. And that does include Tales from the Hood, by the way. That is anthology. Why do you got to fuck everything up? Why you got to stare at me like that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, if it's Tales from the Hood, I guess it's Tales from the Hood. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, call us, let us know what you think, guys. Also, don't forget, we're kind of rambling right now, but we do have a very important survey on our Facebook page. Uh, uh, shared it on our personal pages. It's on our, our the uh, it's on the Horrorpocalypse Twitter page. <laughs> yeah. And redo scene. It's also on the Horrorpocalypse Twitter page as well as the Instagram page. It's on everywhere. Just go do the damn survey, answer a question, tell us what movie we're going to watch this Saturday at 9 p.m. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. And it's also on my Instagram page, and it's also been emailed to everybody in my Instagram. <laughs> Completely on <Yeah>. accident. <laughs> And next week we will be looking at a 1950s horror called From Hell It Came. I'm mm. actually kind of excited about this one. Uh, this was a pick from my mother-in-law. She uh, went ahead and donated uh, towards our, our cause. Nice. And got she picked this movie, which really caught me by surprise. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how this one plays out. Uh, according to Devil Bunny, uh, she says, vote for Spellcaster. She needs an excuse to watch it. Just watch because it. Spellcaster, because it seems Spellcaster has Adam Ant and Richard Blade in it. So, uh, you if know, you're when into I, when I threw that in there, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just I just looked at the the cover and I watched the trailer and went, okay, good enough. <laughs> you just picked like the three shittiest things you could find on Full Moon. Didn't I you? did. I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> at least you own. And up I to voted. It. And I voted for my favorite too. By the way. 
Oh, you voted? I voted. Which one did you vote for? Oh, I'm not telling you. No. Wait, can you see who votes what? Watch no, I can't. Monkey? Oh, shit. No. Okay. Well, no. it wasn't the favorite. So, I'll put it there. It wasn't the fan favorite so far. You know what? I, I voted as well, and it was not uh, for the fan Jumbo. favorite. Sorry. You no, did not. You, you also did not vote uh, for the favorite, you said? Uh, yeah. So I voted for one of your three, and uh, you voted for one of your three. Yep. And the winner seems to be, so far, one of mo- one of my picks. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's take a look now and see how that is progressing. See if we got any votes uh, while what we about, were... What about Warlock? Warlock and isn't a choice, not. Kevin. Although I wish it was, kind of, kind of think of it. Now I kind of want to watch Warlock. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? You could donate on Patreon or to our GoFundMe and make us watch Warlock. That's accurate. You could. And I'll be honest with you right now, Warlock is one of my favorite 1980s movies. I what love it. What happened to that guy, by the way? Julian Sands? Yeah. Last thing I remember uh, seeing he... him was uh, uh, Stargate SG-1. He was one of the bad guys. That was the last thing I remember seeing him. Last thing I remember was he got really fat and did not act anymore. That's right around that time, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. Oh, he's going to donate. You see that? That's why oh. I said it. All he's right, He's going to donate. All right, Kevin, that's 50 bucks. No, it's not. No, No, for Kevin, it's 50 bucks. (laughs) No, it is not. Uh, I'm sorry. Kevin, you you get a special deal, 75. Hold on a second. I'm fat. It's hard to move. (laughs) Oh, Wishmaster. Oh, my God, Wishmaster. Oh, nice. How many... uh, Zoom How many warlocks were there? Was there just the two, or did they do three? I did. Okay, they did three. That answers that. Yep. <laughs> so there is that. Oh, and you said Wishmaster? No. Uh, somebody else said Wishmaster. Which I think there are 17 Wishmaster movies. Who said Wishmaster? Oh, Devil Bunny said Wishmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. And Give how many? What's that four. say? Just four. Okay. I really, for some reason, I thought there were more than that. When was the last one made? When was four made? Uh, let me focus this because we know everybody wants to see me. Uh, let's see. Wishmaster 4, The Prophecy Fulfilled, was done in 2002. <laughs> 2002? Okay. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I, mm-hmm. I, not laughing at anything. Nice glasses. I, I like them. Mm-hmm. They make you look adult. Sorry. Uh, and this is the last Kevin, time I've you... been on the podcast, so I really enjoyed. <laughs> Kevin, are you talking about Hot Dog the movie? No, I think he was saying Hot Dog like that. <laughs> <laughs> or he's donating hot dogs, one of the two. <laughs> Ooh, hot dog. Oh, wait, I got pizza over there. The only hot dogs I like are the bar-ass cheap-ass hot dogs from Walmart or the Oscar Mayer uh, with the cheese in them. I haven't had one of those in forever. KM yeah. makes really good ones. I like KMs. No. I don't, if it's made with real beef, I, I don't like it. What, do you want the fake beef? What do you, what do you, what no, want? Oh, you want the I want the pig anus. The chicken and pork and pig anus, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they put pig anus in the beef ones, too. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, all right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. We're done rambling. Um, <laughs> actually, that well, no, we can keep talking. We'll we'll end the audio one <laughs> a few minutes back. But anyway, uh, who who all is watching right now? How many people do we have watching? Uh, probably the same three who started. Um, at one point in time, started. there was more, and then it dropped. I have no idea who it was. Or... What do you mean, KMFTW? Kevin KM a... for the win. For the win or yeah. fuck the world? Yeah. For the win. For the win? Okay, I don't think I've ever seen for the win. I've always seen fuck the world. Um, yeah, Kevin knows what's up. It's a little late. <laughs> I I have no idea who the hell is, is watching. It doesn't show you, does it? No, it does not. It does not. So, uh, for you three fuckers that are watching, uh, <laughs> one of them is me, I think. Uh, one of them is me as well. <laughs> yeah. So for you, me, and right. Kevin. See? <laughs> you actually already said there, too, for the win. Ah, Ooh. there it is. Ooh, this guy's, this guy's selling some movies. What do we got here? Bill and Ted's uh, 1 and 2. Wormwood, I've got. I've got Speaking all the love of Bill pants. and Ted, by the way. Yes, the uh, trailer. The trailer. Uh, Kevin Smith has been uh, recorded al- already as saying that he's seen the movie this past weekend, and mm-hmm. it made him cry. To be fair, lots of things make him cry, but apparently this movie's mm-hmm. really, really touching, and he really enjoyed it. So if Kevin Smith gives since a thumbs up, I'm usually uh, right behind. Since he doesn't eat meat anymore, uh, the sight of a pizza makes him cry. Yeah. Then again, it makes me cry, too. I miss pizza. I'm looking at pizza right now. Oh, fuck you. It's sitting there. Sorry. It's Sorry. For me. Sorry. I miss No, no, I it's okay. Pizza. I get it. I get it. And holy shit. Kevin has Kevin never is banned. seen Bill and Ted. That's I may why ban he's him banned. That. Yeah, I may ban yeah. him for that. Kevin, you can't come back until you've watched Bill and Ted, uh, Excellent Adventure, and Bogus Journey. Ouch. <laughs> no, just, uh, just Excellent Adventure. Yeah, bogus Journey. Bogus Journey was fun. Oh. And it's really, you know it what? Has... They both suck. What was that? They both suck, to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah. No, they're not great movies, but they're fun. No, they're not. They they oh, they so, suck. Oh, they're so. Funny. You only have to see them because it's a staple in our culture and in our generation is to to know the Bill and Ted thing. The you know why? <laughs> no, it's fucking retarded. <laughs> Had that go again? <laughs> I'm not doing that again. <laughs> no. Uh, Devil Bunny said we had pizza last night. We we had what would have been pizza on a cauliflower bed. Okay, to be fair, cauliflower pizza is usually pretty good. Depending on where you get it from. Was it a frozen cauliflower? Of course it was a frozen cauliflower pizza. <clears throat> Why are you staring at me like that? Where'd you freeze? Are you frozen? No, no, you blinked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, Kevin. All right. That's right. You fucked with the wrong virgin. Keanu Reeves. I don't think he's a virgin. Never mind. <laughs> Non-bread is pizza. Pizza. What? The hell Non-bread is that? pizza. Non-bread pizza. What the fuck is non-bread pizza? Non-bread? It's uh, uh, Indian yeah. bread. It's like uh, pita bread. The fuck is pita bread? Oh, Lord. Okay. We should wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Everybody who stayed and watched even through all this bullshit, thank you so much. We really <laughs> appreciate you guys. I know we crack a lot of times. We we joke about how much uh, Kevin is banned. We joke about you know how much you guys fuck us over. We joke a lot, and you guys put up with a lot. But you're here every week. You support us. We love it. We thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Um, you're part of the reason why we do this. So uh, thank you, and we will see you again next week. Hopefully you join us for our watch party on Saturday right here at 9 o'clock. Uh, we're going to play around over the, the weekend. I'm going to try to make sure I've got it hammered down so we can get right into this seamlessly. This is going to be our first one. And as of right now, it looks like Child's Play 2019 is going to be the pick. If you disagree with that you want to watch one of those others, head on over to that Survey, Survey Monkey uh, link and place your vote. Uh, Devil Bunny wants you to vote for Spellcaster. Uh, Chris obviously wants you to vote for something else because he picked and voted himself for something else. Um I want you to pick what you want us to see and what you think we're going to have the most fun with with you. Uh, it's going to be just like this. You're going to catch it on um, Facebook Live. We're going to get to comment with us. You're going to be a part of it. Uh, and the best part is you get to vote and pick without dishing out any money. So this is our thank you. It's going to be fun for us. It's going to be fun for you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you this weekend. Have a good one.